Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? I'm Robert, and I'm joined by my two other lovely co-hosts, Kaylin and Antonio, and it's time for this week's episode of the Stumbling Through Pod. On this week's episode, we discuss social media, its pitfalls, its pros, and how dangerous and vapid it's become. We also discuss ways to decrease addiction and how to make social media work for you. As always, we hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Almost exactly 14 seconds. There we go. All right, sick. Um, All right, I mean, are you guys ready? Should we just jump into it? Let's do it. Aye, aye. All started right. Off, started off with them facts, Robert. Them stats, oh, I, boy. I got you, bro. So Pew Research Center in 2019 found that a third of American adults and nearly half of those ages 18 to 29 say they are online almost constantly. Teenagers who spend three hours a day or more on devices are 35% more likely. And those who spend five hours or more are 71% more likely to have a risk factor for suicide than those who spend less than one hour. And a final stat is a 5,000-person study found that a higher social media use correlated with self-reported declines in mental and physical health and life satisfaction. So, as you already know, uh, we're discussing... Uh, fuck. <laughs> we're discussing <laughs> social media today. But, uh, yeah, because it's becoming a ever greater issue, and especially now that the Social Dilemma released last year i feel like it's been brought to light even further not that it hasn't already been a popular subject of discussion but yeah i figured that we have some good insight on it and we should discuss it a bit on our platform and so i guess that kind of kicks off our first question which is do you guys think that you could stay off your phone for 24 hours and if so what notification would compel you to get back on your phone do I think I could stay off my phone for 24 hours? Yeah, I think I totally could. No cap. Not even lying. Um, <laughs> no cap. Like if, like, if I had just a way of, like, well, I wake up to light, so, like, lately I've been waking up at 7.30 because I keep my windows open. I don't have to worry about, like, setting an alarm. Then we're fine. And lately, I haven't been going on my social media or anything, so it's actually been pretty nice. Kind of boring, but pretty nice. Um, but what notification would compel me to go back on my phone? And I, I'm assuming this means, like, completely off my phone, like, not even texting people. Yeah. yeah. It would probably be a notification from one of my siblings if they needed help for me to go back on my phone. No one else, though. Like, if it was, like, a 911 emergency or, like, my siblings needed me, then I would go back on my phone because... You know, they're like really young, so I don't know what's going on on their end. So, respect. Antonio. Respect. <clears throat> I think I could stay off my phone. Not, I think, I know I could stay off my phone for 24 hours. Even technology in general, I feel like I could go without. I don't rely on social media as oh. much as I used to. Used you to. Used to. <laughs> the way that you're simply Jeez. obsessed with YouTube. Okay. God. Oh, man. Uh,. Yeah, I think I could do it pretty easily. So if anyone wants to bet me. If you were stuck in your room, though, like you couldn't leave your house. Mm. Do you think you could stay off all electronics like 
I mean, mainly just phone and laptop. Yeah. For that long. Yeah. yeah. Don't give yeah. him that option. This man will use his cable to watch baseball. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him that oh, option man. cable is like right. ancient at this point in time like the fact that i'm not streaming TV, it sorry yeah no i i could um, stay off of it for, for what hours. notification would compel you to get back on oh man a booty call i was gonna oh, God. no i have zero of those don't kaylin you're supposed to be my wing woman okay i am Mm, Always. By the by, that I don't know. <laughs> um, I was gonna say a, a notification from like my mom or my dad, but I <laughs> yeah, pro- I, I would say yeah, maybe a notification from one of them because they my mom texts me pretty frequently, but it's usually something semi important. So you know, I feel like I should check it, make sure everything's all good. I think that I could stay off it, but that's only by like distracting myself. So like hiking or something, going somewhere without signal so that I'm forced to not uh, check it. But if I was stuck in my house all day, I think that I would for sure go back to like my laptop or my phone at some point. Um, But dude, I'm at the same boat. I think notification wise, like uh, a text or a call from my parents would get me back onto Mm -hmm. my phone. But yeah, yeah, but really nothing from like, like an Instagram notification or like reddit notification or i I don't think any of those notifications give me enough motivation to to hop back on i have all of my social media notifications off actually same yeah like i don't get them on my phone anymore kind of weird like that for a couple years yeah when i i deleted my old instagram and when i made my new one instagram stopped sending me notifications about like when people would like my post or comment on the actually no i think it still does comments but like liking and stuff it doesn't do that anymore for some reason, so I've gotten pretty used to it because it's not like I have 50 people commenting on my posts, so yeah. It's kind of nice not feel, not feeling like you have to check every 20 minutes to see, oh, how many likes did I get on this picture? It's more just you put something up that you enjoy, that you want to share with your friends, and then boom. That's and it. Then it's out there, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Well, All right, I- so... Oh, Robert, we go. both took initiative. I know, there we go. <laughs> Look at us. Okay. Episode, I'm going to steer. Question. Okay, yes, episode this is episode seven. seven. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I'm making gonna sure. I'm going to steer the episode <laughs> into why we use social media and what we like about it. Anyone, take the floor, mm. please. I mean, I feel like I've kind of taken to using it is more for a means of inspiration so trying to i don't know just follow more creative people uh photographers that i really like just to see kind of what they're doing and hopefully get inspired by them i use it less and less for just keeping up with friends or people from high school but i guess that's another motivation i was gonna make a really bad joke that when you said no please make it i mean it's not like inappropriate (laughs) it was just a shitty joke when you said you use it for keeping up, I was going to say with the Kardashians, but dumb, I know. Oh, God, Mallory would love that. She would eat that shit up. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'll have to cut that part out. <laughs> leave it in. Well, hey, leave it in. I'm, I'm not the you, one that Antonio. said it, dude. Yeah. I'm not the one that dude, said it. Kaylin said Mallory, it. Mallory, when you listen to this, you better laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I love social media in a sense of, I get like fashion inspiration, tattoo inspiration. I love like most of my 
the people that I follow are artists or tattoo artists or like music um, profiles that I really enjoy. My brother makes clothes and in his kind of lifestyle, so like I follow, I keep up with him as an individual as well and like all the things that he keeps up with just to make sure that he's like alive. Um, love you, Chich. But yeah, like I just, I use it. I think I've used it less and less, like Robert said, for like keeping up with people that I don't care about. Slowly but surely going through my unfollowing sprees and feeling less guilt for like not being interested in these people's lives since I'm not even a part of their lives, you know? Um, But I really do like it for following. I think social media has become a very amazing thing to like small bands, small artists, small companies, small businesses. Um, So I really enjoy it in that aspect. And I mean, we all majored in marketing. We kind of have to like, yeah, we kind of have to like social media. It's at least stay in the know of it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm this literally Kaylin the same exact way when it comes to my social media. It's all golf stuff or clothing or tattoos. Like if I go through my saved pictures on Instagram, it's literally all of those things. So I I use it mainly to see brands that I like or obviously follow some of my friends but even my friends i don't always see their stuff it's more my feeds filled with pictures of golf courses or like body surfing or you know just like my interests and that's what i use it for is to look at things that i think look pretty cool um and also put my life out there a little bit you know just if i (laughs) if i'm doing something cool like why not show my friends it's not that i'm looking for the validation or anything like that but you know i think it's fun so I, I love Instagram. I think it is a very powerful tool. It's given a lot of people opportunities that they may not have had without, you know, the reach that social media has and the cost effectiveness of using it. It's the cheapest way to market yourself and market your business. It's free. And if you use it to your advantage, you never know really what could come out of it. So I'm happy that a lot of businesses have been able to benefit from it or like you said Kaylin artists or bands whatever it might be so it's powerful but there's also the the flip side of it where our self-images can be affected from comparing ourselves to others and basing our lives off of materialistic things rather than building relationships or experiencing other things you know living through our phones rather than through our actual body i mean i forgot to mention i follow a ton of bts fan pages <laughs> like i just literally if you go through my following it's like straight up every single bts member well they don't have their own instagrams but like their managements run it and then like fan pages i do i love if you haven't noticed already <laughs> i'm a huge bts fan <laughs> and i do also follow a lot of traveling pages like a lot of pages Mm. not of like influencers that travel Mm -hmm. um but like pages specifically catered to regions and locations of places in like different countries that i've never been to like you guys you know i want to travel and go teach abroad so um i like and i follow a lot of restaurant places too yes like foodie places that's one thing i've started doing recently and my list is getting pretty long now, and I, I want to start trying some of these places. <laughs> There's some gas food on Instagram. Just mm, mm-hmm. looks so good. Well, I guess that kind of leads us, though, into, uh, because of what you mentioned, Antonio, into the bad parts of social media, uh, which I personally agree with. You know, I think comparing ourselves and 
I think that's oftentimes the worst thing. Mm. Just like, I, I think you covered every point, really, you know, wasting away your time on there as opposed to actually doing anything, you know, consuming content as opposed to creating content. Um, yeah. Well, how has it affected you, Robert? Uh, Social media, I mean, in a sense. I guess, like I mentioned last podcast, uh, just comparing myself a little bit too often and wanting to, I don't know, getting down about that. So I think that I kind of need to do a huge unfollow spree, unfollow a bunch of like, because for some reason I still follow a bunch of like people from high school and dude, I'm not in their life. They're not in my life. Why do I give a shit about them? Uh, you don't. Yeah. Why not just replace <laughs> me following them with like following just more photographers and artists and creatives and yeah, just people who I'd rather talk to or get into discussion with. So yeah. <clears throat> and even... I'll say from my experience of having deleted my old social media accounts, you start to see brands that you would have never seen before and like get into a whole nother, a whole different community of mm -hmm. things you're interested in on like a smaller scale. So these brands are more accessible and you start making these connections with people that you maybe wouldn't have met before. And what's weird is I've been able to talk to a lot of people who own these companies that I think are super cool. And, you know, they're not the biggest pages on, on, you know, biggest pages in the golf industry, for example, like a guy that I met through Instagram that I had first seen when I was super into streetwear in high school, he's now owns his own golf brand at Metalwood studio, shout out Cole. But him, for example, I like always looked at his page, but when he started his golf brand, it was at like so much smaller of a scale that it was more accessible. And it, I was able to talk to him about the things that we're interested in and grow online friendship kind of thing as weird. Like I've never met him in person, but like, I feel like I know him because it even translated into him trying to help me get a job in the golf industry because he knows a lot of people within that, that realm. And you never know what it could turn into. So yeah. unfollow the people that you don't talk to from high school or care about like you you'll still i mean right now you're probably just scrolling past their picture you don't even care so it's taking up time out of your life 0.2 seconds never know what you could do with that be a millionaire because yeah. of it you know and don't right. feel bad about unfollowing people either because there's some people no. that feel bad and like there's people that get offended by being unfollowed don't don't sweat it dude no i mean i guess it's like i feel so bad about unfollowing people not because, like, you know, I think that I'm better or anything, but it's because, oh, gosh, it's like I still live in my hometown. So the thought of running into people literally kills me. Like, the fact that I can unfollow, like, a ton of people. And I've, that's happened before. And there are certain people out there, which, I don't know, whatever God you believe in, who gave you this much confidence to ask someone? Like, oh, you, or, like, to tell someone, like, oh, you unfollowed me. Like, Dude, yes, bitch, yeah, I did. So weird. But, like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, who the fuck gave you this much confidence? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I respect I respect the assertiveness. However, I don't think a follow or an unfollow determines one's value. Like, just because I unfollowed you doesn't mean I hate you or I don't like you or we have beef. But in people's minds, that's what they think. Like, oh, she fucking unfollowed me. Like, obviously, we hate her now. Like, no, dog. Mm -hmm. It's literally because, like... I don't care to see the things that you post about. Like, our lives are so different. Like, our interests. Like, I 
still follow people that I completely disagree with all of their beliefs as a person. And, like, I don't find interest in their lifestyle. Like, we live different lifestyles, and um, our goals are totally different. Don't know why I still follow these people. But there's a guilt that I'm like, if I run into you, (laughs) like, I'm so scared that you're going to call me out for it. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the confrontation. It's just, like, people are fucking weird about it, you know? Yeah, and especially because we all grew up with social media, it's so much... we that's become a part of our friendships per se you know right like high school i had an instagram i think freshman year of high school so it's all these people that i met throughout those four years and then even going into college one of the things that is so normalized to ask is oh what's your instagram or what's your snapchat or twitter or something like that you know and it's become a part of how we value like a friendship And it's weird to think about because if you become friends with someone who has, say, 20,000 followers on Instagram, you equate their popularity with your value almost in a way. Not to say that it's something that we do personally, but it's become so common for us to value a friendship because of how much popularity the other person has through social media or, or, you know, on whatever platform it is. Um, But... If you're if you're not talking to these people or haven't talked to them in X amount of years or months or however you feel is the right amount of time to like be okay with unfollowing them, like don't feel bad about it. It's you don't have to talk to these people. You don't have to see what they post. It's not not the end of the world. But I understand exactly. where you're coming from, yeah. Kaylin. Of like right. it's weird to have to see someone and then them confront you and be oh be like oh why'd you unfollow me. And it's happened before. Like, I'm not spitting shit, dog. Like, I'm literally, I've been called out for it. It's happened to me, too. It's so, yeah. like, it's fucking weird. Why do you, like, why do you care? Like, the vibes are off. The vibes have been off. (laughs) Dude, yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm so sorry I didn't want to see a photo of your fucking dog. Like, I just, (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, um, no, but I do not, like, as much as I love social media, I used to be obsessed with my social media. Like, I used to, I've archived and deleted so many of my photos, but if you guys would have followed me before, like I was obsessed with her. I've never though wanted to be like an influencer. I've never respected influencer culture and I will get into this. We will get into this, but I've never cared for it. It's just like, I always had the image and I've talked about this in previous episodes of my past life, my past social butterfly self. And I always needed people to know that I was happy. Like, I always mm. needed to, people to know that, like, oh, Kaylin's fine. Like, she's not literally, like, on the verge of death right now. Like, it's fine. Like, um, and so, like, I always used to post just, like, selfies or things that I was doing, things that I was eating. I still do that. However, I, know, like, I post whatever I want to post. Like, I literally stopped giving a fuck about what my Instagram looked like a long time ago. Um, but, like, I do not like social media and I've grown I think as an older person to like kind of resent what it's done to our generation and to my little sister's generation as well hate it yeah do not love her but for work love it you know (laughs) can't choose I know it's such a weird spot that the three of us are in of being marketing majors and social media being one of the largest parts of that industry and yeah like being a social media coordinator honestly it has its pros but there are a lot of cons when it comes to like 
having to write a funny caption or come up with some fucking hashtags it's like oh my god dude about to add another emoji on this caption i'm gonna (laughs) throw my phone across the room (laughs) like but i mean it's it's something that we can reframe though especially as marketers i think we we have to reframe it uh yeah well Mm -hmm. we have to reframe like our personal use of social media or else we'll lose our fucking minds um (laughs) Yeah. yeah The amount of times I've used the sparkle emoji seriously <laughs> for my job, oh, it makes me want to vomit. The laughing, crying emoji, I don't use that shit seriously. You will never catch me. If you catch me using emojis, call 911. I feel attached I because I, I use the laughing, crying emoji quite a bit when I'm well, texting you're, people. You're, you're, I think you're just, you're a different breed. Yeah, dig yourself out of that one, Kaylin. <laughs> yeah. But like, I respect you. <laughs> I just can't do it. So I think social media makes me very resentful. Yeah. And I think we can get into the topic now of just how influencer culture has been amplified by social media because that's literally where it started. It started on YouTube, which is like amazing. Like I love that people can channel their energies into their talents. However, just because you are super pretty and you're super skinny not gonna mention anything else you do not like that's not a free pass to become famous like what is the definition of famous now like what is influencer culture like why is influencer culture even such catered to like profession Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i'll never understand it well that's what it is now i mean like whether you're a guy girl you know whatever you identify as all it takes is just being attractive and that's kind of sad yeah. <laughs> so then you can just be attractive gain a bunch of followers gain a bunch of clout and not put anything worth anything out into the world and yes. yeah i mean i i think like i mentioned before uh a lot of us are kind of moving away from that and kind of seeing influencer culture for what it is and just being better about it ourselves and yeah i don't know just trying not to consume that content yeah it's so vapid <clears throat> it's so vapid it's hard like, to get it away just from. lacks exactly and it lacks so much substance and i think that the way that influencer culture has completely shifted the way that we as individuals see ourselves even if you can be the most confident person in the world for example and not have any like ties to being an influencer however like you will view yourself as somebody lesser than because you don't have this popularity or following or like these brands aren't sponsoring you or like people aren't commenting that you're like the prettiest person ever i don't know i just have never enjoyed it and i've always seen just right through how vapid it could really be and how it's affected me as an individual but not just me like everyone like even people around me like i it's just so weird oh yeah drives me crazy and also i don't think that influencers should be making more than our healthcare professionals and our teachers that's just my honest opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like these TikTokers that do dances and then get millions and millions of dollars. Dude, that is... I, it's bizarre. I just had it's a crazy. TikTok mom. I just had a TikTok mom come into my work. And she was like shopping. And she was super nice. Like, don't get me wrong. I am not judging her at all yeah. for who her daughter and what her daughter does. Like, there's, I don't care at this point. I mean, I do care in the sense that you know, there are people literally risking their lives in hospitals and teachers having to forfeit their time in a classroom due to this horrific pandemic, while people that are fucking just copying dances, yeah. they didn't even make this shit up. They're copying <laughs> our black and POC dancers, by the way. 
not even crediting them and shout out to those people by the way because you're talented and I see you um but like I had a TikTok mom come in and she was just buying like probably like $700 worth of clothes for her daughter and she's like yeah like talking about her daughter she's like oh, my daughter's like one of those influencers that you see online and I'm like oh do you mind ask like me asking what your daughter's name is and she showed me her daughter's 12 her daughter is 12 and she was buying like $700 worth of clothes for her and like that might not Jeez. seem like a lot even then but like out of fi- well you guys know where I work I'm not gonna say where I work but like at the store that I work at like are you for real like and then the like, kid grows up fucked up in the head because they have all this like <laughs> fame and whatnot at an early age and then I don't know mm-hmm. man I just feel like that damages them yeah <laughs> well it affects like my little sister too i think about yeah. my siblings a lot when it comes down to social media yeah. Yeah. i see the things that it did to me you know yeah it's an easy i mean it's even tougher for kids now too because when mm-hmm. we were first starting with social media it was a lot of funny pictures or funny shit mm-hmm. online that turned into you know these pages getting a big following or these people doing skits and stuff like that like vine used to be about making funny content now tiktok is basically the new vine but it's about how good looking you are how many followers you have because of your body or whatever it might be and that's creating an entire issue in itself of not only Mm self-image but also you know there's so many celebrities out there that have ran into trouble in terms of like you know like being a predator like some shit like that like it's such a scary place for kids to be out right now and it makes me fear for like my family and stuff like that and and like you know people that i'm close to because you never know what someone's intentions are and i'm not saying that when we were growing up everyone's intentions were pure and stuff like that but it's so much different of a place now and so many people have social media that it's just a completely different you know different yeah. platform than what you can than yeah. what we were used to find a community to connect with about anything literally anything yeah anything i was just gonna say i feel like that's what i've been seeing a lot online recently with these big influencers getting in trouble for well not getting in trouble but like committing crimes of talking to underage people or like being in relationships with them or whatever it might be and i think that is something that a lot of kids right now don't understand when it comes to their favorite influencer celebrity or don't think don't know the severity of of the issue and i think that there needs to be more light brought to that because you still even have these brands backing them and promoting their products you know these influencer collabs or whatever it might be and that's just giving more of a pass for it rather than you know condemning Mm -hmm. it like the normal person would think so it's it's real real fucked up right you know i've talked to you guys about this on a personal level when we hung out together but the way that i the reason why i'm so against not against social media because i use it i'm not against it at all i talked Mm -hmm. about why i liked it so much i have i have younger siblings and i love my 12 year old sister like more than anything like Mm. she and i like recently started to become close now that she's of age of like understanding herself as who she is and what she wants to be and what she wants to do and when i see like the things that she reposts or says it kind of freaks me out a little bit because i don't like she my little sister has very pure intentions i know that for a fact um we we have very long heart to hearts but 
I know that she doesn't fully grasp or understand exactly what the initial poster's intentions were. So it seems like to her it's funny or to her it's like, oh, this is really cute. But to me it's like, oh, this is a little bit like predatory or like grooming or like a little bit inappropriate in the sense of like very dark humor. And um, I think mentally as well, like the style, like, like social media falls in line with fashion trends a lot. So when you see one thing online, you want to almost mimic it because that's your favorite content creator, that's your favorite influencer, celebrity. And so I definitely see, not just her though, like I work at a retail store. So I see these kids that are too young to even fit the items, but they're like just buying everything that they can to match their favorite celebrity. But it comes to the point where it's like, at what, at what age is it inappropriate to do that? You know? And yeah. again, I am no nun. <laughs> I like, I don't I don't care about what people do or what people wear or what people even think at this point like I feel like I'm pretty individualistic myself but I like I was selling you know the ripples I'm this is an example these like the like vaping ripples Mm-mm. they're like just they're like just literally essential oil infused we were selling them to 12 year olds because there was no law that we couldn't <laughs> and we like weren't even asked to ID them until parents Wait. called and were like, you cannot sell these to our kids. And we're like, I'm like, I have no say in this. It was like Wait, a so vaping it's just thing, vaporized but essential oil. It's like a basic thing. Right. But basically That's it, crazy. it's, you're still inhaling chemicals, yeah. Yeah, whether yeah. it's natural or not. Nothing's really natural in a sense, especially in that compacted form. So like these kids would see like they would like because a lot of tiktokers come into our store and like buy that stuff and like they're of age um or like they'll like buy certain items like little kids will be influenced to do those things and they would be smoking that shit outside of our store it's <laughs> crazy oh and like they're like God. blowing o's and shit <laughs> yeah they're like blowing Jesus o's and shit Christ. at 12 years old and like <laughs> Damn, i mean i know that bro. i was talking about clothing but just like items in general like yeah. i would not want my little sister even if it's not technically bad for her i'm like i don't know <clears throat> At what line do I draw? Is this appropriate or is this like cool? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, so, that's very fair. yeah, social media really just. Ooh, it's scary. crazy how. How the bar is becoming so low to where you can produce just such, I don't know. People are being rewarded for producing the shittiest of shittiest content. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? I don't know. It pissed me off. But, well, I there. I guess we can lead into our next question though, which is, think of a time where you have seen hate comments on a celebrity social media post and how does being behind a screen change how a person sees people on the other side Mm. i think we've i think you guys have touched on this a little bit but robert you go well in terms of i think social media and being behind a screen has made people less empathetic uh because i remember listening to this hidden brain episode where he discusses this example of a researcher who basically created this live stream uh, where viewers from their house could shoot paintballs at him. Like he was able to code this paintball gun to receive inputs from viewers. And so he noticed that since people were behind the screen, they were more than likely to shoot the paintball at him. Uh, but he also saw a smaller percentage of people that were very nice and that were very, that were like trying to point the paintball gun away from him. Or literally like door dashing him food because it was like a 24 or 48 hour thing that he did. 
but yeah, I don't know. I, th I think, yeah, social <clears throat> media is making people less and less empathetic because it's easier to do, to say like stupid shit or just be mean uh, without repercussion. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's made them less empathetic, but it's made them braver in a sense. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they don't have to show their face. You know, you can talk shit online. You can say whatever you want to say, hateful comments, whatever it might be. No one's going to, you don't have any repercussions for that. Yeah. You know, right. and it's funny because you go on all of these celebrities pages and most, you know, in most cases, comments are positive depending on who it is. But even on the liked celebrities, Chrissy Teigen, most recently, for example, loved by so many people on Twitter and she was starting to get so much hate that like she deleted her Twitter account for a while. And yeah, I mean, not to say that. I like feel, you know, terrible when a celebrity deletes their Instagram or their Twitter or whatever, but I mean, they are humans and they do experience emotion just like all of us do. And it might not be that we're getting a thousand hate comments on our pictures or whatever it might be, but still, if someone were to come at us, you know, we would feel some type of way about it. So it's not, we can't just discredit all these people, but yeah. people are starting to become more brave and in the sense that they don't have any repercussions that they get for what they say online. And it even leads into what people say in person now. You know, you yeah, see exactly people trying to protect their freedom of speech or whatever it might be, but <laughs> it could be the most hateful type of speech. And there's situations where they can say that and there are no repercussions even in real life. But then when there are, it can be really bad, so... Right. You know, it, that's that's when social media or online presence translates into real life and it gets to the point where we as a society have to step back and think, okay, you know, evaluate how we're interacting with one another because yeah. in this age of where we're at, especially since COVID started, we're even more online than we were before. For example, we're recording this on our computer yeah. through Zoom, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's weird. My favorite boys, BTS, get so much hate for no motherfucking reason, and it, like they're like it sucks to see that happen for sure to like any celebrity, mm. any even influencers. Like, yeah, I don't like influencer culture, but you're right, they are human. There's no reason for me. I don't hate them as people individually. That's like literally fucked up. If you hate an influencer that much, mm -hmm. to where like you're putting energy into that, like you're fucking weird period if you're listening to this you're fucking weird um but it i've appreciated kind of this side of seeing the hate comments because it exposes the racist people oh, yeah, and the sure. misogynist and the crazies and the people that quite literally think that way like if you are putting the time out there to put a hate comment on somebody's photo that you have absolutely no idea who they are. Also, let's not forget they're richer than you. They're more successful than you. They're more talented than you. Like they could literally you give amount a shit to really about you to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like they literally probably don't even read that shit. Like and the Chrissy Teigen incident. Like she did have like um a stillborn like she did have a really really horrific mm -hmm, death mm -hmm. with her baby while she was pregnant and that's where like a lot of the hate like started coming like people were like why don't you just like mourn your baby's death, death without posting it like some celebrities do post these things because they have such a heart like a close fan base which yeah. i get like i totally like i would post 
you know, something that traumatic happened to me. I literally texted you guys, like, I am going through it right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yesterday. Like, we, of course, want the people, like, that love us to know that something's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it does make people bold, and it, but it does show a side of stupid that I really enjoy because then I know who to unfollow, who to not associate with, who to quite literally report to their managers, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. the things that you say follow you. And I'm I glad mean, that social media yeah. is able to expose those things. Yeah. Take Twitter, for example. If you... I don't know how many of you guys have Twitter, but there's this thing called Twitter Do Your Thing. And say mm. someone says some hateful shit online and it's really, like, pretty messed up. People tweet it out there and say Twitter Do Your Thing. And, like, within... 20 minutes they have where that person works where they go to school where they live like not in all cases where they live because like you don't want to there's a there's a point to where you're crossing the line a little bit but you know they have all of that stuff and like Kaylin said it follows you it doesn't just go away you can yeah archive it do whatever you want but who knows maybe someone took a screenshot of it maybe someone saved it or maybe it's just online somewhere and you can never find it but with the right amount of research or the right resources, someone could find what you put out there. So yeah, be careful. It's also kind of scary to think about though, that even if you like, say you don't fuck up and do something that could get you canceled, like you just piss someone off on the internet, then they could get all their information or like all your information somehow. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just all out there. So it's also kind of frightening. We all over post, even if you only post, like one thing that you're doing like that yeah. might already be overposting in your sense yeah. and you know i kind of take back what i said you can hate certain celebrities fuck Jeff yeah there's Bezos. Cer- yeah circumstances you know i'm not a <laughs> yeah, yeah like i think we should i think people deserve to hate donald trump for sure but what fuck i meant by donald that trump. was like yeah there's like no reason for people to go online and hate chrissy teigen that badly like there's literally quite literally no reason for you know there are I mean, even the Kardashians, they've put a lot of really horrific body dysmorphia, like, ideologies in people's minds about, and, like, modifications that even they themselves can't attain, but, like, I don't think it's necessary to always go and comment. Like, if you don't like something, just scroll. Like, things are not going to change. Like, your comments absolutely mean nothing to a lot of people, and you're just going to end up looking like a hater in that sense, but... Yeah, I mean, no, like, you can absolutely hate Jeff Bezos and, like, Elon Musk. <laughs> you know, you can absolutely hate him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, See, yeah but, there, I mean, know. there's circumstances where... But BTS where, do not hate them. Or Travis Scott. We love... Yeah, I'm a Travis true. Stan. I've been a Travis Stan, though, so nobody come for me. <laughs> people, are, people are so hateful. Yeah. People are just so hateful online. It's kind of scary. It's sad and racist. Yeah. There's a, it's, like, just um, so awful. There's a page that I follow called Foo's Gone Wild, and they call people who, like, talk shit online or are racist net bangers. Like, instead of gang <laughs> bangers, they call them net bangers. And, you know, don't be a net banger or a lame. It's wild. Just don't be fucking mean. Like, be yeah. kind. Yeah. But also, like, don't support bad people. Yeah. But also, like, stand your ground. <laughs> be mean if you need to be mean. <laughs> But that does so, lead us into this next question. See, look Algorithms. at that. The shit was scary. I don't... Well, yeah, we said that we've all seen The Social Dilemma, but how crazy is it that these, like, Facebook... Mm, I was gonna... Mm, 
like just huh? as these oh god i'm trying to figure out how to put this without sounding like an ass but just these pages on facebook that spread bullshit just how these algorithms just keep feeding it to you keep feeding it to you i mean it, they do it for everyone but i feel like it's even more intensified when it comes to politics and misinformation well that's how the government gets you i oh, know fuck the government right kaylin yeah, fuck the two-party system. All of you guys already know this shit about me, though. <laughs> but this is not what the conversation's about. Um, so we're leading into the next question, which is, should we trust an algorithm to make major decisions such as employment, financial, or housing outcomes, as well as what information we see? Let's answer that first. I think you have to take everything that you see online, on TV, on the radio with a grain of salt... And you should always do your own research because I think, yeah, like Antonio mentioned, algorithms tend to, can give, depending on the person, a bunch of false misguided information. And then these people read all these things and they might be easily susceptible and especially like old people on Facebook, they believe fucking everything that they see <laughs> on Facebook, dude, I swear to God. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's just one example that, you know, kind of highlights how algorithms can uh fuck someone's views up or just potentially even endanger someone what do you guys think know. it meant by housing outcomes in the question um, well i feel like everything's becoming automated now so maybe like housing applications and whatnot or like maybe like where you specifically can live like if you're yeah. so like a looking for of... apartments like the suggestions that will come to you <clears> and like you know how like, like when you go on like uh, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I, I don't do this, but I when I was an Alpha Phi, like they would like oh. post stuff on there. Um, drop. Oh shit! Oops, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was only in it for a year. Don't worry, guys. It's not a big deal. Um, but like they would post like their furniture and stuff. But I know that like you can post like apartments. So maybe it has to do with like it's pertaining to your profile and like what you have the information that you have on there. Maybe like what is suggested to you. So yeah. do you think on a deeper level it could be a form of like back in the day redlining. Yeah. yeah yeah okay that's yes. yeah that makes sense i i was confused yes, at sir. first as to kind of what that mm -hmm. meant but talking about it more thank you yeah. guys yeah. oh of course yeah, yeah it's fucking like robert scary. said holy shit i agree mm. with what everything robert said i rest my case because yeah i mean I this question also had that like or i think you were going to mention it too right Kaylin? Mm -hmm. that uh, is it possible for algorithms to be objective when they are written by humans? Mostly white, upper-class Americans in Silicon Valley, which is so fucking true, uh, who were shaped <laughs> by their own biases and experiences. Um, yeah. I don't know. Either, I, I, I don't think there's any way for them to be objective. But I think, especially with AI, like... It's well, not objective because you ha your, your main objective is, well, in their case, in whoever's case is writing these algorithms, is to make money right yeah. so true however that's you're following happen, someone else's orders on what to make and how to make it you know yeah and in some yeah. cases you're following a computer's orders or like a program's orders and it's not even up to human decision at that point it's again yeah what's going to make us the most money the fastest the cheapest whatever yeah so. I guess having everything Scary. based on an algorithm and like automated is so perfect for shitty corporate because they don't have morale like AI doesn't have morale, you know, yeah. AI doesn't have any human feelings. I wouldn't trust my life with the white upper class American in Silicon Valley in the sense of if I were somebody else, 
I think that having things just being I remember doing a report on AI and how that would affect the economy and whatnot like it's great for corporate but it's not great for like the individual yeah but they eat that shit up they love it I mean think about how much we all love Amazon I mean Amazon gets us our shit in a while I I haven't either but since the sky like it's pretty it's convenient and it's easy. It's so convenient. And it knows no, it's so convenient. what you're looking for, and it gives you the best version of what you're looking for for the cheapest cost. And all that right. does is ramp up demand and the amount of products you buy and stuff. On yeah, so it's mm-hmm. weird. They they never yeah. Just keep in mind, most of these corporations or businesses don't have your you know they're not looking out for you per se. Maybe they are. It's most basically times like not. it's almost like very. No, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. It's not appropriate, but it's not okay, and it's not safe, and the work conditions are not great. So, mm-hmm. but we love just we love Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, <laughs> collect your coin queen, donate that shit to charity. Shout out to her. Fuck Jeff. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah she's great. I think she got remarried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say so. that there was this uh, this article on Reddit that I was like I glanced at today that was basically like whether or not AI could ever replace CEOs at a company mm. and do their job better. But then people had kind of mentioned that they would probably be created in those CEOs images, like the most successful CEOs images and that they'd even be probably way more emotionless and spineless and probably do worse. So right. really we can't escape this. <laughs> Well, it's also, you have to think about a lot of people, especially like really horrific people, they expect customer service and they expect very, very high quality service. And I don't ever think AI could produce that. Maybe high quality, Mm -hmm. but not customer service. Because how many times I've gotten yelled at for not asking somebody to sign up for being a rewards member with us is astonishing. (laughs) Like these bitches... Well, I guess she doesn't want to ask us to set up. Like, girl, like, calm down. I haven't even finished talking. Like, I yeah. am on a script here, you know. <laughs> like, so I don't ever think it'll get to the point where people would want that. But people want efficiency. Who knows? Do they care about customer service over efficiency? I don't know. But these are also the same people that like that will implement this AI are like always screaming about how certain ethnicities are stealing their jobs or how there's not enough jobs for the American working class so like you know these people are a little bit hypocritical so that's another topic though we'll move on <laughs> i respect you for bringing that up <laughs> well i mean I'm how crazy. do you guys how do you guys prevent social media addiction i think it takes a conscience conscience conscious effort for uh, i mean myself included and i don't think there's anything wrong with that we've like we've said before on the pod we've grown up with it it's a part of our lives now and it's a part of our professions so i think that in order for me to you know kind of monitor my use of it or not rely on it heavily i have to make that conscious effort of you know i I don't feel like going on my phone right now i don't want to it's not that i'm always thinking about that because i don't think it's out of hand by any means but you know when i'm with my friends or my family i sometimes have to remind myself if I say I was going on social media a lot that day I sometimes almost have to remind myself like try not to check your phone like if you get a notification you don't have to look at it like you're with the people you care about just be present with them but it's tough it's easy to say that but you know you hold your phone out on the table at dinner or you know 
or when you're sitting with someone, you're scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or something like that. So I think just having that thought in your head, if you feel like it's becoming a problem or consuming your life in a big way, just think about it. Be aware of your use. And I don't think, I mean, it, once it gets to the point of if you feel like you need to turn on your screen time thing or whatever, I don't even know how that really works. I th- mm-hmm. But if you feel like you need to do that, then do it. it there's It's self-control at the end of the day. No one's going to tell you you can't be on your phone. You can do it if you want to. You can't if you don't want to. But it takes that self-discipline. Listen to our previous episode about self-discipline. Uh, yeah, I think I think for me that's how, how I go about it. Is if I feel like it's becoming a big part, you know, make that conscious effort. Um, I think for me, I think taking smaller steps to make it more unappealing. So things like, like something I've done in the past was turning my phone to grayscale, which kind of helped or signing completely out of my accounts and like not having it. So it saves a password. So I have to actually type in the password, Mm. which are very, very minor things, but they're just things that would annoy me to do to the point where I'm like, uh, whatever, I'll just like check it later or something. Um, (laughs) But also turning off notifications, which is something that all of us kind of spoke of prior to uh, even recording today's podcast. Um, And just, I don't know, try to delete social media that just doesn't serve you. Like Facebook, I deleted a long time ago because it didn't really serve me and only made it again um, to find like roommates. I I think those are the those are the routes that I've taken. Yeah, those are both all really, really great tips. Um, For me, I think I naturally have very, really good self-control. Like I can easily delete an app and never go on it again. Um, But one thing that I've noticed is like, I have to always be mentally, mentally stimulated. Like sometimes I'll be on my phone and watching anime. And I'm like, Same. why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> So, so I think bad. it just is a gen- it is like it's a generational a thing. Feeling, yeah. yeah, it's a generational thing. And I think that we all need to work at mentally stimulating ourselves in different ways or at least focusing on one thing um, because, you know, you're just nonchalantly scrolling. Like you're not even intaking information at that point. Mm-hmm. You're just literally just doing something. So your brain is processing at least something. Um, so just take the time to maybe like start a book or use that hour to go on a walk or mm-hmm. just enjoy the show that you're watching um like i think that our generation we are just high functioning issues (laughs) individually like especially me like i know this and my brain always needs to be stimulated one way or the other um so i've been working on that but also just like just a tip out there is like you know your social media isn't your personality Mm -hmm. like everything that's posted on there is everyone's good side not Mm -hmm. the bad parts of life so that's not who you are and that's not who they are and the way that you know yourself is because you know yourself the best and that mm. your social media doesn't define you as a person. So don't worry so much about it. Like 100%. you're not going to miss it as much as you're going to miss the moments in the present of your life. And that's how mm. I look at it and prevent myself from being like always on my phone. Sheesh. Sheesh. That was, that was good. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I've really worked <laughs> on it. I've had a lot of self-esteem issues. So here we are. <laughs> We all have. Don't. You're not alone. You're Thank good. you. All right. But. You guys, our last closing question, questions-ish, 
If you could only use one social media platform, what would it be? Easy, guys. Come on. I mean, I would you. go Reddit for sure. Because then you can be with like-minded people. <laughs> you, there's so many different random subreddits to dive into. Never gets boring. So, And you can learn a bunch of shit on there, too. So you, you got everything in one platform. Yeah. Reddit is very useful. I don't use it much, but <clears throat> whenever I'm traveling to a new place always look up stuff on reddit because i feel like you yeah. get you get the real people on reddit you know yeah. you're not going on yelp looking at some bullshit karen ass <laughs> complaints on a fire restaurant you know but for me i would choose instagram it was between twitter and instagram i love twitter with my whole heart but i just love looking at pictures and stuff and like funny videos on instagram and i feel like Instagram's more of a mood board kind of thing like my saved pictures it's just like stuff i'm into and i feel like it keeps me inspired to enjoy like the different things that i like that i that i am interested in like my hobbies and stuff like that that's more of what instagram is to me it's a way of staying connected to my hobbies when i'm not actually partaking in them see i'm deciding between reddit and twitter oh because of twitter i get all my bts content and news. I do follow Twitter for, like, at-moment news. Yeah, Twitter is the um, news source, for sure. For sure. Not even not even a lie about that one. Mm-mm. But, oh, gosh. I think I would choose Twitter. Because I do also follow, like, a lot of spiritual people on there. And artists. BTS. Hey, there's a subreddit oh, B- for BTS probably bigger than Twitter. I know there is. <laughs> I know there is, but, like, the HD GIFs on Twitter are just <laughs> so mesmerizing. Like, they're so mesmerizing. So, like, I can't. That's so that's that's my final answer is Twitter. Shout out to it. We, I'm okay. glad we had an assortment. Like, we covered yeah. the top three, I would say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So the follow-up. What streaming service? If you can only do one streaming service, and this is, like, TV shows, as well as, like, music streaming service, as well as, like, video game type of streaming services, which one would you choose? That's tough, but I think I'd go Spotify, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Because I feel like I don't even watch Hulu, Netflix, or HBO all that much anyway, so mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. I got YouTube. I got... I think... God knows what I else. I think I would agree. Yeah. I would agree yeah. on Spotify. Well, that makes three of us. That's why we're all <laughs> best friends. There we go. I, Wait, I've never. Huh? Do you guys have you guys renewed your Spotify um, student account yet, or do you? Mine and mine's gonna end in March. I'm all out or of not like March. not March. I've used not March. all my years May. up or whatever. Oh really? Yeah. I'm on my I old. Think mine ends in May. I think I'm still on my old roommate's account. Not oh, like, so you're not even paying for this shit. No, but my parents pay for theirs, <laughs> so I like kind of. No. Uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. In between, I get mine for free, so it's chill. But dang, I, I I'm paying. yeah, I'm on the Spotify train. Never been nice. super into like movies or TV shows or anything, but I listen to music all day, every single day. And you can get podcasts on Spotify. It's like True. listening listening to a movie at that point, or listening to the news. True. Spotify yeah. game. The next one I would say. The next one I would say is Crunchyroll, because I do watch a lot of anime. I mm. would be so sad giving that up. I would, Fuck. yeah. I use, I'm weird. I'm going to say something really weird, but I use Spotify and Apple Music. Weirdo. So, I know. Oh, he has money. No. <laughs> Wait, what is, <laughs> why? Maybe. 
<laughs> there's just this ongoing like apple music is worse than spotify which i agree with i love spotify spotify has a fire playlist so i will say that like they curated for you the... yeah i think it's easier to yeah. find new music on spotify yeah. Yeah. way easier yeah just like for SoundCloud, sure but... uh-huh love that all right thank yeah. you all for listening to this week's episode oh this is fun this is a good episode we i feel like the conversations dig this. were very steady and we talked about yeah. a lot of good stuff this is fun i was just just a hater the whole time we hope you guys reflect on your social media use and yeah rethink how you're using it and reframe i don't know just your mindset about everything watch the social yeah. dilemma crazy yeah. crazy shit yeah it's good crazy shit dog <laughs> it's super good but love yeah. you guys love ya we love you oh that wasn't for you that was for well, the yeah audience. i know oh my god i got that okay <laughs> But we love you, and we will see you next week. Sayonara. Later. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Well, thank you guys all so much for sticking around and listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, We had a lot of fun with this one, and we're super passionate about the subject so we hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it and covering the topic but yeah as always you can find us on instagram at stumbling through pod to keep up with important updates and when episodes air we haven't quite decided what next week's episode is going to be but i'm sure it'll be good i promise you guys that i did want to kind of end this off on a different note though kind of giving a little little juicy tidbit of information to you guys. I recently started listening to a podcast called uh, Make Art Not Content by Father Brokes, and I thought that he had a good good little tidbit of info on, in regards to social media. So I'm just going to read that to you guys real quick. Ask yourself this question. How many of your followers would notice if you completely stopped posting from now on? How many of them would miss you? How many would send you a DM to find out what's up? Half of them? A quarter of them? A handful? Imagine if you got obsessed with only sharing things that mean something real. How many followers do you think you need at that point in order to feel successful? Would you even need followers? What if you focused your energy and talent on making an impact on real people instead of trying to impress people that you've never met? But yeah, those are just some uh, few things that kind of resonated with me and in regards to this episode. But yeah, I mean, we, we want you guys to bend social media to your will and be true to yourselves we love you all dearly and we'll see you next week peace